If you are looking to get the perfect wholesaling real estate schedule, the perfect time of when you should be talking to sellers, making deals happen, actually become successful, this is the video for you. What I want to do today is really not show you what to do because I feel like you know a lot of my videos, a lot of my great wholesaling content is about what to do, but mostly about when to do the wholesaling. Right? I feel like that's part of wholesaling that not a lot of people talk about. It's when should I be wholesaling? What's an ideal schedule that successful seven-figure wholesalers do? Ones that, hey, maybe I'm broke. I want to make my first 12 grand this month or just make six figures in wholesaling real estate. What should I be doing, right? Because what I personally do in wholesaling real estate on a daily basis is going to be a lot more different than what you do. But I feel like you can take some of this. So what I want to do today is just let's do a clean slate, right? If you're wholesaling houses right now, kind of, unlearn all these bad habits you've been getting, right? A lot of you guys are, you're wholesaling and maybe you're you're working 10 hours or this is my favorite, I'm grinding, bro, I'm grinding. And you're not getting anywhere. And you wanna know like, what is this issue? Why am I not getting to the point where I need to be? Why am I not becoming successful, right? And the honest truth for most people watching this is, you are, yes, you are doing the work, but a lot of y'all schedules suck. And the truth is, and I will tell everyone doing this, 10 hours of wholesaling work is different for everyone. And so if I look at the average wholesale, I'm not called talking to you. I'm talking the average guru trained wholesaler, right? That is putting in the grind, then putting 10 hours in a day. If I put five hours of focused work in, and I'm going to show you what focused work is, five hours is equal to 10 hours. And so this is the secret I'm going to tell you. And I know this sounds kind of cliche. And this is all for free. This is amazing stuff. But like what I'm going to do is basically show you how to make one hour work equal two hours. And this is huge for wholesalers. So like if you put in five hours, let's say six hours, it's equal to in 12. Put eight hours, it's 16. And I, I know it doesn't seem like a crazy deviation, but over a year, that extra double work is like doing two years of wholesaling in one year, 10 years of wholesaling in five years. And so this is effectively what my seven years of wholesaling has pretty much been 14 years because I've been doubling the amount of what the average person does. And because I stay very focused on the work I do, I stay very, very, very dialed in what I do. And that's what helped me get from zero to six figures and then six to seven, then seven to uh, hopefully one of the biggest wholesalers by the end of next year, maybe this year, who knows. Uh, but we're trying, trying to gain more cash, more money in wholesaling. And uh, that's the point here. So what I'm going to do is share with you exactly what my schedule is as a seven-figure wholesaler. I'm, I'm not the unique one. If I was a seven-figure wholesaler, I'd be doing a lot less work. I do a lot more than that because I make more than that, right? I'm doing what my schedule is, is consistent to somebody who by the time I'm 30, I, I will know this. I'll probably be the biggest wholesaler in the entire country just by sheer deals. But I'm trying to get that by like next year. I, by the end of this year, I'm, I'm trying that, but I found there's some more wholesalers doing more than me, uh, which is impressive. No YouTube, no, no social media. They're just impressive people. They want to be in the silence of it. Uh, but learning for me to get that title, I'm going to have to work a little crazier, which I'll show you what I'm doing. And so uh, I'm really excited about this. Pumped up the share. And then at the end here, I'm going to show you what a broke wholesaler should be doing. If you are broke right now, you got no money, you want to make a hundred K. I think that should be everyone's goal. If you got no money, what you should be doing in that specific reasoning and that specific uh, thing. So this is exciting. We're excited. We're jacked up today because I know this can help you become rich, help you become successful and make you ton of money in wholesaling real estate. So before we break it down, guys, let's get into, let's, um, quick plug. 
I have a free wholesaling course. If you guys, I'm teaching you how to do whole, when to do wholesaling, but if you want to learn what the information is, what's my scripts, what lists, marketing, things like that, we're not talking about that today. I have a free wholesaling course called freewholesaling.com. We have hundreds of thousands of people in it. There's no selling on it. There's no upsells. It just, you go there, you learn wholesaling for free. It's a $7,000 course I give everyone for free. I'm still the only wholesaler in the entire country in the history of this business to ever give everything up for free from a guy that makes millions of dollars wholesaling houses every year. So freewholesaling.com, you want to go out there, check it out. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about the number one schedule for wholesalers, right? And so let's kind of talk before we kind of get into this. I want everyone to make a mental note of this, okay? There's one massive issue, I believe, every wholesaler watching this. And I, I should put this in the middle of the video, but this I have to put it in the forefront because I believe... I want to know in the comments, let me know. This is a live stream. What percentage of wholesalers actually do this? Because I truly believe in my mind, this is a guess, but I would say from the, the population of the, of the United States, right? I'd say the average adult, only 5% do this. And I believe with entrepreneurs, let's say wholesalers in general, they're probably 15% do this. But I'll tell you the seven-figure wholesalers, the six-figure wholesalers, I would say 90% of them do this, right? So the number one schedule issue I've seen, hands down from so many people, is they do not have a plan when they wake up in the morning. And, and I, I know this sounds all hoopla, hoorah type thing. But let, let's, let, let me be completely honest with you. Most wholesalers, they have no idea when they wake up in the morning what to do. It, it is a mad scramble when they wake up in the morning. And what do I mean by that? Like, what do I mean like mad scramble? They wake up in the dang morning and they say, oh, shoot, I got to get some money. Oh, uh, uh, let's pull a list. Oh, uh, let's cold call. Let's try to cold call today. Um, uh, actually did a pre-foreclosure video today. We'll, we'll, we'll text that. And, and like most wholesalers wake up and they're this mad scramble. It's ridiculous. It's like you're just, you don't know what you're going to do in the day. It's, you know, I, I love sports. Everyone knows that. I love a lot of things, right? But like. Sports is like if you just play basketball, let's say like an NBA team, all right, and you wake up in the morning and you're like you're playing on your NBA team, like okay, we're just gonna we're just gonna free throw, free throw it, uh, we're just gonna play it by ear, no plays, we're just gonna have a fun time. And the other team has defenses, they strategize, they go zone, they go man, that they change things up, they run plays. You're gonna most likely lose. And when you don't plan. You make a plan to fail. And I cannot stress this enough for everyone watching this. If you do not make a plan, you are planning to fail. Who here wants to plan to fail? Nobody. Duh. Right? You guys all want to make plans that will become successful. We think of the greatest people of all time that I look up to, that hopefully people should look up to, right? Uh, one that always comes uh, into my mind is like, and I say this example so many stinking times, but it, it, it is it's kind of fascinating to look at these type of people, but like, I love reading. Like, um, I like Julius Caesar a lot. Uh, Julius Caesar, if you don't know much about him, he basically ran most of, uh, the military in Rome when it comes to, you know, where he was in, in Italy, but Rome back then. And he basically conquered everything North of that. Like it's crazy. He went all the way from Italy, all the way to basically Britain and just conquered the whole thing. And you think he went willy nilly like, Oh, Okay, we're in France. Let's go. Let's just say, uh, let's go attack you with sword. No, they're like, okay, we're gonna do this. This is the line. We gotta go here. This is a 
here. We're going to do a pincher uh, formation. They had all these military plans and strategies, right? And that's how they're able to conquer like that, the Roman Empire, stuff like that. Look at Alexander the Great. He all had plans. Look at all these great people. They all had plans. And so you look at like people modern times, right? Like you look at uh, MLK Jr., right? Love MLK. He would have never, no one would even know who this guy was if he didn't make plans. He just ran around town all day being like, okay, I feel like doing this. Oh, uh, you know what? I feel like we should do this time. Just people show. No, he made plans. He worked with people. He mobilized. Like people like that made plans, right? And when you think of people like, you know, Gandhi, um, George Washington, like military people and then people and just like other things that that really achieved great things in, in life, society and things like that, they all made plans. And when you're watching this right now, and you think you're just going to wake up in the morning and just play it by whatever you feel for the day. That is not how successful people run. And heck, e even if you haven't made any money yet, like you need to start thinking like this. Because when you start thinking like this, a lot of your stuff start, starts changing, a lot of your mindset. And I'll tell you, when I talk about actually doing efficient work, when it comes to doing an hour of work is equal to two hours for the average wholesaler, when you put in 10 hours in wholesaling, you have to get 20 hours of results. It's making plans. It's not using your mental bandwidth, thinking of what to do during the day. You should already wake up like, okay, I'm doing this, 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 and this. It's insane. If you're not doing this, I just wanted to let everyone know you must make a plan before you get up in the morning. So before you go to bed, write down what has to be done for the day. You should always have a plan for this. Uh, if you don't, you're going to be way set back for success. I tell everyone watching this, you will. So let's kind of go over right now my schedule. What does Zatkin's schedule look like? And then we'll go over basically what uh, the average wholesaler schedule should be. And uh, we'll kind of bring it from the top. So uh, basically, start in the morning, right? Whenever really the sun rises, you know, it's kind of changing with daylight savings and stuff. But like usually 7-ish, 6.40, whatever the sun gets up, usually like to wake up, right? Uh, there are times I wake up at 8 or 9. I mean, I make plenty of money. So like I, I do whatever I want, right? I, I, I don't have a job. And so that's the cool part. But generally, when I wake up by the sunrise, it's good enough, I guess. Um, that's kind of the routine I have. I wake up. I become grateful that I'm alive. I always wake up and I realize that uh, there's a lot of people that didn't wake up in the morning and I should just be thankful to play this game of life we have. And it's pretty cool. Uh, you know, you, you are, you're luckier than every dead person right now watching this. So when you wake up in the morning, you're like, wow, I'm alive today. <sighs> well, how can it be? A, like, here's the reason why I tell everyone this. It, you cannot be angry and grateful at the same time. It's like being hot and cold. You really can't. You can only choose to be one. And so I always tell people, choose to be grateful, not angry. And you're always going to be better. And when you're in that better mood, you're going to kind of a smile to your face. When you get a little tired, a little sad. So I, we get it. We, we all get like that. When you're grateful, like, wow, all the dead people aren't tired right now. They're dead. And I'm, I'm alive. This is great. I should be thankful for this opportunity to even be alive. I have air in my lungs right now. I'm not waking up in excruciating pain like some people, right? Wow, that's great. We feel a lot better. It just tiny little mindset shifts. I know it's not crazy, not not, but like that's what I do. And then strictly at seven oh one, I want everyone knows. I've told everyone this. I remember there's a ton of people that I have to prove wrong in my life. I know it sounds vindictive, a little revengeful, but there's nothing that gets me more jacked up in the morning than knowing there's a lot of people that don't want to see me successful. There's a lot of people that don't want to see me show up. There's a lot of people that don't want to see me ball on these gurus. There's a lot of people that don't want to see me actually become successful and live the life of my dreams. There are people that wait. Uh, there's some people like this. You, you're watching this. You're probably a couple people in your life that 
maybe know of you. They don't like you. They don't want to see you successful. They don't want you to make 15 grand this month. They don't want you to see your retire mom. They don't want to see you drive a cool car. They don't want to see you having these good things. Once you realize you get, there's a lot of people to prove wrong. It's when I feel like that, I, I, I mean, I, I, I get a lot of hate sometimes because me a little jacked up sometimes when I see that, how can I be on my phone and scrolling through TikTok for an hour? No, I'm like, wow, I got a lot of people. I got to prove wrong. I got to get my butt to work and prove everyone wrong to show that I'm the man. Now, is that an ego thing? Not really. I just like flexing on gurus, but I, I do realize in my life, there's a lot of people that have uh, preyed on my downfall and I just got to keep making them cry. Cause I think it's funny. I mean, I, I guess it's uh humor, but uh, yeah, I wake up, get jacked up and then we're good to go. So, uh, that, that, then in my schedule, you know, seven to nine, I kind of do this, what I call quiet work. And this is stuff I love right when like 9am rolls around. I, then people, everyone starts calling me. Everyone starts texting me. Everyone starts asking things. Uh, seven to nine is what I like to call quiet work. It's not really work, but it's work, I guess. Uh, this is when I kind of can research stuff. And so like, when I'm working, like I'm wholesaling, like I'm not, I'm not doing anything really else, but if I got to look at things that are going to affect wholesaling. And so I know this sounds crazy, but like I listen to news every morning, but not like a crazy grandpa, but like I, I listen to some news sources to see what's going on in the world, unemployment, what's going on in the economy, how's housing, interest rates, what's the fed going to do? Like all these things that sounds stupid and sounds boring, but like just knowing what's going on generally in the world, it's, it's, it's good. Okay. Um, I, I know it doesn't really affect wholesaling too much, but this is stuff that I use for quiet stuff. And so there's a new wholesaling law. I'll go research it. I'll go call some lawyer buddies. I'll go do this, this or that, like just quiet stuff. I like doing, um, what I really like doing in the morning now is I listen some, uh, I actually like, I like listen to the news for like 15 minutes. Like there, there's some like news segments that are really like non like biased, and so like, I don't like the right wing or the left wing, like non-biased stuff. Just tell me what's going on. And then I literally just like looking at all the JV deals we're doing. What's in the pipeline or the new deals coming in. And then on the regular business where the new deals coming in. Okay. Okay. This one's locked up for this. People say we could sell for 40. You got locked up for 30, make 10. Eh, okay. I know. And then usually I'll go in the know like, Hey, I actually know a guy on Facebook. Here's his name. Go contact him. He, he'll go do the JV. He'll be a good buyer with us. And then like, I do stuff like that. It's kind of stupid. But like a little quiet stuff, like just generally know what's going on, even though I pay people to do that for me. I don't know. Maybe it's me being a little control freak. Uh, a little quiet work. I'll go on the Facebook group, kind of hang out, talk to some people, text them, you know, just quiet stuff, no call, stuff like that. And then basically from 9 to 1 p.m., this is when I, this is my flex on broke wholesaling gurus time. And that's what I, basically what I call it. And so that's what I do. Wholesale houses. That makes gurus very upset that I do more deals in them. So that's what I do. Right. And so basically what I do is check on the deals, deal with employees, deal with the, just the JV deals coming in marketing, stuff like that. Go over lists. Me and Rick will just talk for a little bit. Just go over everything that's be done for the day. Uh, keeping the whole engine running. That's basically what I do. And then from there I'll go run around. I like looking at new rental properties. I look, look at new real estate to buy just stuff that adds to Really from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m., I do stuff that add, adds cash to my net worth. And the number one thing to add money to my net worth is buying pretty much rental properties. And how do I get the cash to buy the rental properties? Am I getting loans? No, I'm wholesaling houses, putting the profits from that into buying more passive income so I can make more millions of dollars at 24 years old. Like that's, that's kind of the point. Like I already make millions of dollars now. 
like a ton of them passive income. We just keep adding that to the net worth. It's just a, it's a score in a video game to me now at this point, but it's fun. Just me. It's uh, literally, I, I mean, I could just go buy the beach house and just sit there, do nothing all day. Just let the rental income come in and do nothing. Everyone has that dream, right? Like you watch all these YouTube channels. Oh, I, I make 150 K a month passive income. And I just sit on my beach house and I do nothing all day. Like that sounded cool. And I, it's not okay. Like I'll, I'll go out on vacation for like two weeks. I, I'm I'm miserable after like a week, like just sitting doing nothing all day. I can't do that. I, maybe something mentally is wrong with me, but like, I can't do that. So I uh, just wholesale houses. And then what I've personally found from everybody watching this, I, I want everyone to know this. this. This has been the biggest like tip personally for me. Maybe y'all can use it. I don't know. Um, maybe I have to change it a little, but like, what, what, what can I do to help, help me out the most? I, from 1 PM to 2 PM, I don't know why, but from one to two, I literally do nothing at all. And like, what do you mean? Not, like, I don't, I do nothing that is real estate related. I, I, I will not do that. Okay. Like nothing to add my net worth, like nothing at all. And so it's like literally a break. It's one hour break, right? I'll get some food or something. But literally, I'll go play video games. I'll take a nap. I love taking naps. <laughs> I don't know. I think working out gets me tired. But like, I'll take a nap. I'll do a live stream. So like right now, this is a break for me from wholesaling is I'll literally just talk about it. Uh, but this, this isn't wholesaling, right? Like I'm talking about it. I'm talking about my schedule. Like this isn't wholesaling to me. Like this, this will not add to my net worth. Maybe give some JV deals. It'd be good. But like this is something that's not like talking to sellers and like wholesaling. This is completely different. Uh, so this is like my break, I guess, you know, my, my breaks talking about wholesaling. How mentally wrong am I? Um, <laughs> but I'm just saying it's kind of funny, right? But like, that's what I like doing. And so we do a live, I'll do a live stream here, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays with Rick. Uh, but outside of that, if there's no live stream to be done, uh, I don't record really videos one to two. I'll probably just play some video games, take a nap and eat. I, I know it sounds not interesting, but like, that's what I do for like an hour. I enjoy it. I think it's cool. But like mentally stopping the real estate thing is like a break. So some people like to take one week vacations. All I have to do is take one hour a day. And that's, that's all the vacay I need. Right. I tell you, I technically take two breaks. I'll, I'll tell you. But, and then I, I get back at two. I'm like, Oh my God, you are a lazy piece of snot zag. You gotta get back. I don't know why, but it's always like at, at like one I'm like, okay, can we get back? No full hour. Right. I get back. I keep working. Uh, two to six is really what I call the putting out fires time. I will tell you there really has never been a week in my wholesaling because the amount of deals we do that there's not some crazy thing I have to do. And I don't know the best way to explain this, but I'll get usually, usually I'll tell you this. Usually there's always a crazy one. Oh, uh, some wholesaler stole our deal. Let's see. Some rental property had a, a attack on it. Uh, this Airbnb person decided to tear up all the flooring. This happened. This just crazy stuff happens. Oh, this person had a child support lien on the property. And we're not going to make a $70,000 deal. Is that go save it with the creative financing, right? Like just, there's always a fire going on and it's kind of not stressful, but like, there's always something stupid happening. Oh, this big opportunity came. Oh, great. Oh, Zach, we need to put, oh my gosh. The, what was the last one? Uh, the last one was, oh, we, we got to put together this offer for this crazy multifamily in the Midwest. Like what? And we got to do that. Like some, just something crazy always usually happens. And from two to six, that's what I'm doing. I keep working. I keep doing my thing, but like usually you have to go out and deal with something. Uh, lately it's going out to title companies. Uh, 
Last week, we had to go meet with lawyers for real estate related stuff, right? Just all this stuff dealing with bad HOAs, like just stuff that like I can't have my acquisitions people do. I got to kind of go out here and do it. And it's me and Rick together, but like two to six is like, I'm just a firefighter putting out fires. It's, it's kind of annoying, but when you do the amount of deals that we do, it, it's fine. But the, the sad part though, is like when you have so many rentals, there's always something crazy happening that you got to deal with. And that's what I do. And so done working around six, six to seven. I work out with a couple friends, uh, get jacked. But uh, yeah, that's usually my time. I get to work out. It's relaxing. No wholesaling being talked about at all, which is really nice. And then I work out for an hour. And then usually 7 to 11 p.m., I'll go back, eat some food. I'll go record some videos. That's what I usually do at night because, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of done working. So I can just do stuff for fun, record videos. I'll hang out with my friends and family. And I like to study uh, something. Usually before I go to bed, like 9 to 10 I'll literally go out here and just study something non-money related. I know that's kind of weird to say, but like that's what I personally love doing. I like to study non-money related things. And so like, is it like history? It's been a really cool one. Learning languages, like puzzles, I don't know, whatever it is, chess, something that's non-money related. That's what I study and do. And so I said, last time I talked about my schedule, I was really into Super Smash, the video game, because all my friends keep making me go to tournaments and I keep getting my butt whooped whooped. So I literally for like an hour a day, I would spend playing super smash bros. Uh, I was maining as Rob. And so I was studying that hard and I, I'm a lot better at it, but like I'm nowhere near pro. Some of my friends are pros at it, like legit professionals. So did that. Now I'm studying um, Dutch and French because we're, I'm going there next year. And so I've been studying that. So something that's non wholesaling related that keeps my mind occupied, that's pretty cool. Um, and then video games, watch TV, stuff like I I I, I know like Zach, you're not crying 15 hours a day, no, you know. Uh, but I got employees for that. But yeah, seven to eleven, that's it. And then I go to bed. That's pretty much it. But the question is, why does that schedule work? Why have I found a lot of success with it? Why that ha Why has that always helped me out? Why has that always kept me going? Right. I'll tell you right now that has worked because I don't really waste time. All right. Like when I have a break, I have a break. And what I mean by that is like, there's no TikTok, There's no me scrolling endlessly on Instagram. There's no texting a bunch of people. This is just focused work. Like it's my phone's like off when it comes to like family and friends, I, family, like I'll get calls, I guess, but like focused work. And this is why when I have one hour focused work, it's equal to two hours of regular work. Because I'm not doing stupid stuff, all right? I'm not going out here and like, oh, I'm playing around on, on, on Facebook all day. No, it's not that stupid at social media. No, I, I just work. And a lot of you guys get caught in that trap where you're working, but you're not working. You're kind of like side working, right? If you have a regular job, like I've done that. Like I get it, right? When I was working at a, at a grocery store, like, you know, you're kind of working, but you're not. You got you to gotta stop that stupid stuff, okay? While you're like, well, let's do a podcast while, while texting. It's like... No. Okay. You just got to focus on what you're doing. I know it's boring, but there, there is a thing I want everyone to understand that there's you, your brain has like a dopamine meter. All right. And what I mean by that, like little things get you dopamine. Right. And so like, for example, if you play a little video game, you're going to get dopamine from that, right. From playing it, it your, your, your body gets numb to that. Right. And so like, if you're constantly getting things and interacting, when you do something that's kind of boring, like it, it's boring to you, but like, if you do nothing all day and then like, something's like, Oh, Zach, you want to go read a book? Whoa, a book? 
it's interesting because you're like you're, you're not used to like doing something funny and exciting and so like it, it's kind of like a like a tolerance and so a lot of you guys just focusing and doing one task and working is too much right it's, it's way too much oh my gosh i can't do it because you're used to playing the video games the scrolling the text and the pictures need for me like that's what you're used to. And oh, I've ADHD. You don't understand, Zach. Like, I, I Rick has ADHD. I, 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 we, we've worked really hard making sure that like we can do all together. And he's dialed it in really well. Uh, even if you have ADHD, you will benefit from the no social media thing. And so, like, if you have ADHD, you have those problems, right? I can't comment on that because I don't have that issue. But Rick really does. And so, one thing he does, which I've actually implemented in my own, like what I do, is I do time blocks. And so. I'll do one task for an hour and that's all I do for that task. I don't focus on anything stupid else. I get that thing done. And so I'll spend like an hour on the JV deals. I spend an hour on like comping an hour dealing with employees. I'll take a 30 minutes out for the cash buyer to talk to them. If they've been buying a lot of deals, wholesaling related stuff like that. One to two hour time blocks. It's like, right. For example, I'm, I'm on a break. So like this is a time block for this live stream to like take a break. Right. And that's what works. I, that, personally, that's what works for me, right? If you actually go out here and start focusing on the work, it works really well. So that's what I do. That's my schedule. I know it sounds weird, but that's personally what, help, what helps for me. The cool part is you are not me. You don't have to do that schedule. But personally, what I found when you're running a bigger operation, this is what keeps me sane. I've seen so many wholesalers run big operations and do things like that crazy. They just get out of this business, right? And the, the truth is this works for me because I don't have an office. I don't go into an office every day. I, I'll tell you, if I had to go put on a suit jacket and walk into my wholesaling operation office and go work from 9 to 6 p.m. every single day, five days a week, that's the same thing as a job. I, I hate to tell you. Like, it's, it's stupid. All right? I work from home. Oh, is that terrible? No. What about your acquisition? Where, where, my acquisitions people are on the road. My call callers are in the Philippines. They're calling. Like, what do I need an office for? To sit there, uh, sound good all day? Like, we've had, ran, me and Rick, we've ran a bunch of offices. They're literally jobs. So we just wholesale houses from, you know, the kind of the internet type thing. That's what we do. And so, like, this schedule works for me because of that. When you start buying offices and things like that, it's ridiculous. Uh, the, the three or four grand a month we'd spend on an office, we just put that in direct mail. We made more money. I don't want my acquisitions people dwelling their thumbs. They can go do follow-ups from their house. They're a lot more happier doing that. As long as the results happen, you're good to go. So a lot, of, a lot of people think they have to have this crazy office or something. Like you don't. Like I have an office at my house. You know, that's pretty much it. It's like my studio. Like this is a, another studio we have. Kind of an office, I guess. But like, I, I mean, like I'll go in here and like my acquisitions people come in. I'll train them. But like, I don't really need anything, right? So I think a lot of people get that confused. But that's why you see a lot of wholesalers that run big seven-figure operations. They they really burn out because they feel like they're wholesaling hard and then they don't have to work in an office anymore. And then they go retire. Like I, I just do whatever I want whenever I want. And so the reason why I run the run my schedule the way I run it is like I'm going to like Mexico and like on, on like a on a beach fishing. And I could just stay there for two weeks, like i like I do a lot and just do that. Like I can go to Miami for a week and just like chill out. And just do whatever I want because I have the computer. That's all I need to run a seven-figure wholesaling operation. I set this business up this way so I could do stuff like that. I think it's pretty cool and gangster. I go to Netherlands for a month and just do whatever I want there or France or Germany. Like I can do that. 
and I am doing that and I have everything scheduled. I, I, I've been doing this for the past two, th two years. I've had this dialed in where if I got my computer, my phone, that's all I need to run the operations. That's why it works for me. Now let's talk about the wholesaler and probably the reason why you're watching this is like, okay, I got no money, Zach. I, I, I don't have four, like, I don't have like four hour time breaks and all these things. I, I just got to get cash. Zach, I'll do whatever. I'll work 15 hours. And I want to really let everybody know. Yeah, maybe I'm working, what is it? Like, I don't know, nine hours a day, maybe 10 hours a day. Like, does that include weekends? Oh yeah, that definitely includes weekends. Uh, weekends are a little different. You know, I, I, I don't think I talked about the weekends on here, but like on the weekends, usually nine to one, sorry, seven to nine, I do my quiet work. Nine to one, I'll still work. And then usually from like two to six, I'll do something. Friends or family, like, well, there's always something to do. I'll probably go fishing in the morning or something or like do something fun and then hang out at night. But like, I'll still, I'll still put in five or six hours on the weekend just because I, I think it's fun. But that's what I do. So if, you, if you're starting out, you got no money. I want you to understand. Yeah, maybe it's like nine, 10 hours a day I'm working and you know, I choose to do this. I mean, I'm 24 years old. I got no kids. I'm not married. So like, yeah, I can work a little more. But like, I'm not killing myself here because it's like, I'm not taken away from kids or like your know, wife or like, I, I'm not married. So like, I, I, I can like kind of just work more and do that. Right. It's, it's, it's different. Right. Like if you have kids and it's different, I completely understand that. Right. So like, I, I, I have an opportunity to do this, but guess what? I'm 24, right? Like when I'm 30, I'm probably gonna be a lot more different. I'm probably work a lot less, but I think at 24, it's fine. So <clears throat> When I was 18, 19, 20 years old, right? Those were the years when basically from 17 to 20 years old for those basically 18, 19. So about three, three and a half years. All I did was wholesale real. I want everyone to understand when I was broke, let's talk about my schedule when I was 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. All I did was wholesale houses outside. When, when high school was over, because I felt like four hours a day and the whole thing in high school, like it wasn't crazy. I still made six figures, but like really that 18, 19, 20, so basically when I started wholesaling to make my million dollar net worth, like cold, hard cash, so I didn't really own a house. Um, I mean, I own rentals, but like, like, like it wasn't like, oh, it's all in a property. But no, no, it, it was all cash in a bank account. My first million dollars at 20 years old. How did I get that? I will promise you, I, all I did was eat, breathe, sleep, wholesale real estate. 17, 18, 19, 20 years old. Think about that for a second. That's all I did. Oh, but, 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 but you, you do this. And then no, it's about 14, 15 hours a day. I always worked out, always spent time with family. Friends are a little harder to do, but I still kept up with them. Maybe once a week, I'd hang out for like an hour or two, but like 14, 15 hours a day, all I was doing was wholesaling houses. That is literally all I was doing. It was bad. <laughs> I'll tell, I'll tell everyone, I do not recommend the average person do this, but I told myself, if I'm going to put 15 hours a day for the next three years of my life, I'm going to do that for the next 60 years of my life. I can do whatever I want. And so, yeah, I, I'll still work nine, 10 hours, but like if I really wanted to, I could slash that in half. I could probably work three hours a day if I wanted to, but like the business won't grow crazy. So like I still do it. I think at 24 right now, now if kids married, yeah, probably chill that out. Like I'll probably chill that out a lot more, but like, what's the point? Why am I doing that now? Right. And so this is what I'm doing. So yes, I put 15 hours in. So you should probably, you might, might want to put nine or 10 hours in. And so what I'm telling everybody right now is 
I don't know how many hours you should be putting on wholesaling. I don't have it. So is it 17 hours a day? Is it 25 hours a day, right? Some people are going, I, I get asked, how much cold calling should I do a day? I'm like, you should probably do about 25 hours a day. And they're like, okay, I'll do 25 hours. No, bro, there's 24 hours in a day. Why are you doing 25? Right? I get that all the time. But honestly, as much possible time you can in a wholesaling real estate that doesn't take away from your family or your health, you should do it. And so for the average wholesaler, if you're doing nothing else, I would recommend you put at least nine to 10 hours a day in the wholesaling. I would recommend that. Some people only have four. Some people heck only have two. Some people have seven. It's all different, right? And what you should be doing is if you only have two hours, you should be doing marketing that is a lot more efficient, driving for dollars, reverse driving for dollars versus, you know, door knocking pre foreclosures. But like, you just got to be a lot more efficient with your time and your money. And so when you're the schedule, if you're a broke wholesaler, I don't know how much time you got, but I would focus on what we call the three one one approach. This has always been a system that I've always told everyone that I, personally I've did when I was eighteen because I just worked all day, and so like I usually just split my time between this three one 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 because your, your schedule's all over the board, and so that means for every five hours of wholesaling work you do, so I usually do two of these in a day, three hours should be spent towards marketing, one hour should be spent towards going on appointments acquisitions. And one hour should be on dispositions. About three one one one, three one one. That's it. So every five hours, three hours should be spent towards marketing, cold calling, drawing for dollars, texting, skip tracing, whatever it is. One hour acquisitions, one hour dispositions. And if you have no deals, those acquisitions, dispositions one should be a little shorter. Spend more more time on the marketing, right? And then if you are broke wholesaler right now, you should understand that before nine a.m. and after eight p.m. should be your quiet work. And so there's no cold calling. There's no texting during these times. Don't talk to realtors. Like before 9 a.m. and after 8 p.m., these are really not what I call, I know this sounds cliche, but like these aren't money-making hours. And what I mean by it's not money-making hours is like you're not going to be really closing deals and making a ton of money at this point. I, I'll be honest with most people doing this. It, it's not. Okay, what you should be doing is... You should just do the quiet stuff. And what I mean by quiet stuff, comping, skip tracing, pulling data, like stuff that's like quiet, but like you can't, shouldn't cold call before nine or after eight. And so that means during nine to 8 p.m., nine to 7 p.m., roughly whatever way you want to do, you should drive for dollars. You should reverse drive for dollars. You should cold call. You should text. You should talk to sellers, talk to buyers, do digital bandit signs, go to the courthouse, whatever it is, you should be doing this. This is time for you to make money. This is time for you to get rich. This is time for you to go out here and make it happen. Okay. Trying for dollars, cold calling, texting, talking to whatever that schedule is, that daily routine. But from 9am to 7pm is money making hours. That is it. You have to tell yourself like, this is time to make money. All right. All right. Then, but, but, but what if we, no, 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 no. Do it. Go out here and do it. If you need a 30-minute nap, take a 30-minute nap. Whatever you want. But I'm telling everybody right now, that should be your schedule. All right? Get some sleep. Get some food or whatever. But really just focus hard on that. You just do a 3-1-1 approach, time block it, whatever you want to do. But you got to go out here and do it from there. And, and really, it's like, okay, Zach, but like, then I get this. Okay, I know what time and routine to do, but like, what should I be doing, right? And for the vast majority of people who need direction, I'll always tell you to create a goal, think about the result, 
and then do the actions required for said goal. And what I mean by that is if you want to make 15, 20, 30 grand a month, you're going to have to do the work that it takes to make 20, 30, 40 grand a month. And you have to really kind of reverse engineer things. And so with the way I do it is let's say you're going to make 12 grand in a month. So the vast majority of wholesalers to spend about 300, basically at 300 drying for dollars leads, reverse drying for dollars leads. So dry for dollars, pull it, and then reverse dry for dollars, put the sticky notes out there. Then I want you to call, cold call and text those leads. And then what I want you to do is add 50 texts of any government list you can. Now, if you're broke, you could still text. I get this all the time. Oh, text. Someone literally, I, I these gurus, man, I just, they get me. Oh, gets me upset. You got these wholesaling gurus. Like they say this, this month, people are saying this, that texting is dead. Bruh. I love what one guru says because you have a personal cell phone here. You have Google voice. You have all these free tools for texting and you can text. So let's do 12 hours times five, 60. You could send, if you are efficient with your time, 120 free texts a day. Think about that. Freeholsing.com. We talk about it. 120 free texts a day. And you tell me texting is dead. There's no opt out language in those. There is no script. You can literally text whatever you want and it'll get delivered for most of them. Google voice and your personal cell. If you, if you send five texts every hour on a cell phone, five hours, five texts every hour on Google voice, you will not get flagged or spammed or anything like that. But the vast majority of wholesalers just want to hear what I say, then run with it. Not even like listen, go to freelancing.com and actually learn the right way to do it for free. It's ridiculous. I, I, I don't understand why wholesalers don't understand this, but like if you actually go to fuelson.com, learn how to text for free, you only send out five texts per line you have per hour. You can send whatever script you want. It's better than any paid software. Now I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay. You probably should you using smszack.com if you want to do kind of more the, the paid route, but if you're broke right now, you could just use Google voice in your personal cell phone and just text it out. It's, it's crazy. Most people aren't willing to do that. I don't understand it, right? Um, I, I think I told a story in my last live stream on my personal channel. Um, but there's this guy at the gym that uh, he's wholesaling land. And he actually does really well, him and his dad. And usually if I work out really late at night, he's there, right? Like 9 p.m. or something, right? And he's a cool guy. He's a young kid. So he saw one of my videos. And, you know, he'll like watch some of my stuff. But like... <laughs> He's funny. He's like, I got my phone banned. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, iMessage doesn't work. I'm like, why doesn't iMessage work? He's like, I sent like 2,000 texts in a week. I'm like, when? He's like, all at once. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, that, that's because he didn't do the five an hour. And so like, he heard me, got excited to start doing it, but he didn't go to freelson.com on that part. He's like, oh, I should have done that, right? And so use different ad copy, do five an hour. I'm telling you that that's, that's the efficient way to do it. But you get people telling you that wholesaling, like Texans did all this stuff. They're doing because uh, they, they don't know actually how to wholesale. They're not innovative with their wholesaling strategies. Got to be innovative. And so for everybody watching this, we got to remember, we got to cut the fluff. What is cutting the fluff? A lot of you guys in your, in your daily routines and daily schedules, I want you guys to really understand this. Like, do you really need to take a one-hour lunch break? 
Now I take a one hour break. That's different for me. But like, I mean, you could take one hour break, but like, are you gonna take an hour for lunch and then a break after that? Do you really need an hour to eat? Are you really eating 4,000 calories in a day? Like, like let, let's, let's get real y'all. Okay. You do not need a full hour. You take 30 minutes for lunch, maybe read a book or something and just like go in, but like cut the fluff. Like I want everybody watching this. If you're especially younger, look at your screen time and get real. A lot of these teenagers have eight, nine hours a day on, on their phone screens. And I'm not like a grandpa saying, you get off that phone, sir. No, like I get it. But like if you're spending two hours a day on TikTok, that could be two hours on cold calling, two hours on anything. And maybe have it two hours on YouTube, maybe watching this live stream. That, that's fine. But like be a little more efficient. And what do I mean by that? Like watch this live stream while you're drawing for dollars. Just listen in, right? You can do the visual if you want. Uh, like there's a lot more efficient stuff you can do. Skip, while you're skip tracing, put the live stream on the TV and then start skip tracing manually if you're doing like just, I want people like the, like, I want you guys to watch me, okay? But if you're at the point where you have to watch a live stream and you can't make, like, you can't cold call or whatever, probably not the best thing. What, what you should be doing is, like, when you're doing stuff that's, like, you know, you're pulling lists and stuff, yeah, put, put the live stream on the TV or whatever, right? Like, you, you don't have to go out here and just watch the live stream. So some people have information. Like, grab your phone, put 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 the YouTube video I got going on there, and then go on your computer and work. Like, you can be a lot more efficient with your stuff, too. And so look at your screen time, guys, and get real. Is there any like fluff I can cut out that can add into wholesaling? I would say the vast majority of, whole, of people watching this, you probably add an extra hour a day into that. That's seven hours in a week. That is what? That, that's five, right? That's 30, That's about 35 hours, I would say, right? Yeah, I would say about 35 hours in a month. So that's like an extra week. And then like, if you want to get crazy on it, get seven times 52, right? That's 300 and something, right? Seven times 52, that's 364 hours extra you can do if you just cut the fluff. You'll probably find an extra deal. Make an extra 20 grand from that, right? <sighs> Telling everybody watching this right now, be more effective. You can use your time a lot better. And I, I, I even, I talked to people at a live event, right? And I ain't going to call anyone out. But like this person was just like, they were spending like six hours a day with their girlfriend. I'm a, that's not a bad thing. I'll tell you that ain't a bad thing. I get it. But like they were working and then they like hang out for 30 minutes with the girlfriend. Then they go back to working and like, do it. and I'm like, the girlfriend was there. I was like, Hey girlfriend, like, do you like that? Where you're like, he'll hang out with you and then leave and then come back and like, no, I'm like, all right, how about this? How about you don't see the girlfriend? They live with each other. I'm like, well, how do you don't see your girlfriend? from nine to five. What? Yeah. Don't even talk to her. And then from seven to 11, all you do is focused on her. It's all about her. She's the princess. <laughs> I didn't say it like that, but she's like, she was like, yeah, it'd be way better if you just spent four hours focused on me versus like kind of working, kind of not, but you, but I spent seven hours. No, it's better just have quality time with that person. Right. And so like, a lot of you guys will do that, right? You, you'll like, you'll kind of work and kind of like, you got to get real with the time you got. And so I'll tell you the vast majority of people, look at your screen time, get real, look at your time, get efficient with it. I don't think I talk about this enough in wholesaling, but like your social media guys, just, you got to, it is, the social media is there to get you addicted. Smoking cigarettes, the point of smoking cigarettes to get you addicted to so keep buying them. Same thing with social media. They're here to get you keep going, right? 
And so this is why a lot of my YouTube videos, like the gurus don't do this because they want you to keep watching. I'm like, oh, yeah, subscribe to the, to, to the channel, stuff like that. But like, go out and work, go out and work and then come back to me. Like, you don't have to watch every single video. I didn't know. I tell everyone should watch as many videos as possible. Right. But like, if you're watching videos and not working, like I'm going to tell you on the live stream, like get out, get off those live streams, start cold calling. Right. But I think it's a healthy balance. I think everyone watching this probably does have a healthy balance to it. But for most people, you have to turn off your social media during money making hours. That's it. It's money making hours, guys. And I, you know, I know I, I'm doing this during money making hours, this live stream. This is my break. But like I'm telling everyone watching this, yeah, you can watch this live stream as your break, I guess. But you, you do that too. You network in the content, you kind of can make money. If you I'll tell everyone, if you are on this live stream right now and you feel like you're you're not doing anything, go to the comments, let people know who you are, where you're working, things like that, and get a JV deal. Promise everybody, you could probably make 50 to 100 grand this year if you just go on every single live stream and networked in the comments. Let people know who you are, what you got buyers for, what you need help with, and what you're really good with. You can make a ton of money in the comments. Guys, you got thousands of people watching. If I put your YouTube channel, your YouTube thing on, your profile, people will hit you up. You'll do wholesaling deals, okay? And so, so like, for example here, you know, I, I see this in the comment, like, where is this? Shout to uh, Hector Guzman. We love Hector. Hector uh, was actually on our podcast. He was able to quit his... Uh, manager of a uh, pizza hut and he's making a ton of money wholesaling houses he's in the missouri area he's a great guy he's actually doing jv deals with people in, in all in the live stream and in the facebook groups and things like that he'll make a ton of money doing that so like let people know who you are okay let people know you are T jeremy uh jay miller he said uh murphy's bro tennessee wholesale looking to jv right does he have buyers i have no idea he He's got to be a, little, be a little more specific. I'll tell everyone with this. I'm not critiquing him. Actually, I am. Jeremy, are you good with buyers? Do you have deals that you need help with? Like, you got to let people know what exactly you're here to JV, right? I think that's the one thing I want people to know. Like, do you have the buyers? Do you want, like, you know, like RK, like, I know RK does deals. Shout out to RK. He's been on this channel forever. Like, he's always been supporting it. But, like, if you're in pit and wants to JV, like, do you have the buyers, RK? Or are you looking to get your deals dispoed with someone, right? That that's exactly what we got to do. So if you get more efficient with it, you'll do a lot better. But guys, that is the perfect schedule. I, I'll tell everyone if I don't know a better schedule. I think a lot of people. Oh, we. I hate to say this. A lot of you guys get like, oh, you must read. I get these gurus say you must read four hours a day. You must spend an hour reading. I'll tell you this, okay? R reading is. Readings helped, but it hasn't been this like mind-changing thing that people make it seem. I know I'm getting a lot of flack for this. Like, yeah, I've read a lot of books, and there's not one that's like changed my mindset. And because 2024 things has changed so much, like everything has changed everywhere, right? And, and so, like, what I mean by that is when you're like <laughs> You know, there's all these old books I got sitting over there, and some have changed a lot the way I think. But I like listing the authors more. And so, for example, I love we have uh, Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins, amazing book. I love that book. But I've gotten more from watching Tony Robbins talk than from reading his book. And so I like listening to the authors talk because the way they talk is a lot better. A book's all curated, edited, and stuff like that. Sales training. Not there's never been a book that taught me how to cold call. There's never been a book that's taught me how to text sellers the right way because texting changes all the time. I saw, I was in Barnes and Noble the other day and I saw a book on 
Facebook ads. It was the funniest book I've ever seen. I should take a picture with it. Like you're, this book was printed in 2018 and you're going to teach me how to do Facebook ads. Yeah. Like nothing changed. They got SEO stuff. I, it's hilarious. And so this is why I do live streams. So let's say I, I, writ, I wrote a book on wholesaling houses, right? It would take me a bunch of time to do that. But like, why don't you just go on the live stream? Hear me talk about what's working currently right now. Boom. It's easy. Uh, but yeah, I, that's the one thing I'll tell you about my schedule that I don't add in. Like I don't read crazy, right? I'll listen to authors and stuff. I always study things. Like, I mean, I'll read, but like not books. Like I'll read articles, news sources, or study things. But like, I ain't going to book for that, right? I think a lot of people overrate books. I don't know. I, I think it's a new age. Uh, maybe it's my generation. Like audiobooks are good, but like, I'm just telling you, it, it's, it, it's, it's hilarious. So guys, that is the schedule you got to be doing. If you are not doing the schedule, you are definitely, uh, you, you, you are not doing it the efficient way. You are definitely missing out. I feel like if everyone efficiently knows how to wholesale houses, they efficiently know how to talk to these sellers and efficiently go out here and do it, you'll do a lot better. So we're going to do a quick audio check here. We're going to start pulling some questions up and answering them because I'm here to help you guys out, help as many people as possible. Let's see here. All right. Looks good. Looks good. 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 All right. So let's answer some questions. See what we got here and uh, go. So let's see here. What's up, Kalia? Kalia, um, Connecticut. I have buyers also. We talked on the one-on-ones before. So shout out. Uh, let's see here. Oh, RK is right. Oh, there's another RK that's been on this channel for like five years straight. Not just Rob, but yeah, I know who you're talking about. And right, yeah. There's a video game uh, character in Super Smash. His name's Rob. He's a robot. Rob, robot. But yeah, that's a different one. <laughs> Let's see here. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Jason says, Zach, when cold calling, should I ask, do you have any other properties you want to sell? If they say no to selling the original. <laughs> so I think that is just... Okay. Quick answer. No, I, I, I don't do that. A lot of people have said that they have not that have not said that, but if they have another property, they usually tell me. And I have found that a waste of time asking that versus getting an extra couple leads called. I have found to be better. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I've tried, people said that's like the big secret in the wholesaling to change the world. I have personally not found that like this world wrecking secret. Just being honest. Um, yeah. Guru say Guru say wholesaling is dead. I've seen Guru say cold calling. They've all said all these things are dead. And the truth is, yes, they are dead if you do it the way that they talk about it. But if you do the government lists, if you use my scripts, if you use like things that are like aren't said really much, you'll be a lot more efficient with it. Uh, so uh, these gurus, man, they drive me crazy. Can't go wrong with Super Smash Bros. <sighs> it's so strange. I, I got... Last tournament, I got whooped by Yoshi on a no platform, uh, no platform map. That was embarrassing. I got two stuck, but yeah, that was uh, that was a rough one. I'm really good at Mario Kart, though. I'll tell you that. Like Mario Kart, I'll, I'll be I'll be the Super Smash Pros in Mario Kart, but holy moly, when, when it comes Super Smash, I just I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. Um, what news source do you use? 
So that's a good one, Devin. I like, honestly, I know it sounds crazy to do it, but like CNBC, I know that sounds like weird. It's not, it's the most unbiased news I can tell you. And I know it's not, but like, cause they're like, it's money related. There's no like political agenda with CNBC. Like, I mean, they don't really push stuff. That's why I like CNBC. I know it's not weird to say. No, sorry. Sorry, sorry. My bad. MSNBC. My bad. What's the stock one? Is it CNBC? CNBC? No. Which one's the... One's really politically to the left. Uh, CNBC. Which one's the business one? All right. CNBC. Yes. CNBC. MSNBC is the one that's like left-leaning, I think, I found. Um, and then there's like, there's like Fox News, which is like kind of to the right, right? CNBC. So that's like the business stock market channel. And I do, they, they, they have like, they do like stuff on like my Amazon, like they'll, they'll do it. Right. But yeah, no, I, I'll tell you that I personally found the best. I like NPR too, but they're, they're, they have a little bias going on too. BBC is okay. But like not the, I, I have personally found everyone that CNBC has been the best one. Because they'll just tell you news and how that affects the economy and money. I know it sounds crazy, but like that's kind of their focus. That's their spin. They'll tell you the news and what this means for this. Then they won't say this is a good thing or bad thing. Like they'll say there's a government shutdown. They're not going to tell you, oh, it's bad that the government's shutting down or it's good because of this, this, or that. They'll just tell you the government's shutting down. What this means for like money, real estate, things like that. And like I know it sounds weird to say, but like it, that is personally. I have found they have like little segments. They'll go for 15 minutes. Just tell all the news in like 15 minutes. I'll pop that on. That has been the best news I have found. You guys listen to political news from left to right and all this. It's I'm talking. I personally don't, don't get into that stuff. I just, I, it, what political party am I? In? I'm in the wholesaling real estate party. If it's going to help wholesaling real estate. I'm all for it. So that's what I found. So uh, what I'm do, let's do, let's, um, what other questions we got here? Let, let's do one more and then we'll do some one-on-ones. Uh, Zach, watch. Whoa, that profile pic makes me want to watch. Uh, Zach, my county keeps telling me the list I request do not exist. Uh, what lists are you talking about? You got to be specific. The probates don't exist. The code violations don't exist. The pre foreclosures don't exist. Like, what are you talking about? Right. And so like, it's, it's like when someone tells you the earth is flat. Okay. All I have to do is just bring someone up on a spaceship and so they can see the earth is not flat. And then they will be like, oh crap. Yeah, you are right, Zach. So like when someone says the pre-foreclosure list doesn't, doesn't exist, all I have to do is find a pre-foreclosure and then show them and like, you guys aren't doing this? And then boom, it's not there. The probate doesn't exist. So Okay, what happens with this person that died? Oh, they're in the uh, death records department. And they, oh, well, we have a magistrate that does the probate. See, that's where the probates are. And so they're all different everywhere. Uh, but yeah. All right, so what I want to do is uh, do some one-on-ones. If you guys want to hop on and learn how to wholesale real estate and you want to personally talk to me for free, uh, here it is. And so let me get the link here. This is Wholesaling Houses for Real. This is my Facebook group. Got 121,500 people strong. Shout out to Wholesaling Houses for Real. Amazing community of wholesalers. All learning wholesaling real estate for free. You click on here. And all you do is click the StreamYard link right here, and then you will be joined to talk to me for free one-on-one. -on -one. Just like... What's up? Can you I'm hear me? I'm glad I found the link. You keep asking, where, where's the StreamYard <laughs> link? Where's the link? I'm like, bro, you're not, you're not like 94 years old. You're young. <laughs> you figure it out. 
so here's the thing i block facebook throughout the day so i was trying to because i don't want to be on social media all the time because i'm kind of guilty of that so i didn't know if it was another way exactly so i found a way um i was wondering i have like a hundred follow-ups to do uh almost like every week it starts like monday and then by friday i get it down to zero it feels like i have too much in there um i was wondering if i should be a little more um maybe exclusive with what i consider a lead in my crm because pretty much anyone that says they would consider an offer i end up putting into a follow-up sequence and kind of probing i just want to make verify if that's like a good practice um and if there's anything more that could be done to reduce that number that you guys do specifically yes and so what we do is basically we can kind of i don't know the word like it's like triaging right and so basically they do when you get in the er they'll tell you like is this an emergency or is this someone that we can like they can wait an hour right so for example your hand gets cut off like oh we got to do that fast right versus like oh you have a tummy ache Right. Like that, that's how they do in the ER, right? They, they triage you. You got to triage your, your leads. Hey, is this thing, is this someone that needs to be followed to every single day? Or is this a person that kind of wants an offer, but they're not writing now? They're once. A, so you got to figure out, is this once a week, once a day, or once a month, or once a quarter? Okay. I think that's kind of your struggle right now. Mm-hmm. If you put, if you put everyone as an emergency in the emergency room, you're, you're, there's people that are like, that's why triaging works. And mm-hmm. so like, what are the most priority ones and what are the ones I can kind of push off for once a month? You need to call these people and see. From what I've found is if they're ready for an offer right now and ready for you to actually go see the property, you're good to go. If they, they're like, yeah, I don't know about an offer. Okay, once a month. Mm-hmm. But like they're ready for it now. What's the point of following up? Go to the appointment, right? Boom, get it done. Okay. Are you and- Massachusetts, right? Massachusetts, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. talking to you. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, if you're you're locally in your market, so just if they try to set as many appointments as possible, man, mm-hmm. and uh, if they're qualified, obviously condition the sellers, and then go from there. I think unfortunately you're going to have to call all those hundred leads and really figure out where they're at. Are they mm-hmm. ready for you to go see the house? If they're not, once a month. Okay. If they're ready or close, once a week, right? Okay. The problem with follow-ups, man, it's like I like following up. But the, fo- the point of the follow-up is to get the appointment, right? Okay. And make sure they're not in lava land on the price. That's it. Hmm. Now, that was another question I had too was when is the actual right time to go in the appointment? Because I feel like I've actually – Yesterday. Yesterday. You could... always go to the appointment, man. Always. See, I, was, I asked your dad yesterday and he told – I gave him a specific lead and he told me not to go on it. And I had other people tell me to go tell on it. Tell so lady is so stressed out about a, a tenant, just always complaining about it. Keeps talking herself down on the price with me over the phone. Just keeps going and going and going. Every time it's been about a month of like maybe three follow-ups I've done with her, one a week. Um, she was high on price. Haven't seen the condition of it. I I uh, screened her by, what, what do you do? You you say like, hey, are you ready to make it condition them? Yeah, I was like, hey, are you ready to make a yes or no decision? Yes, I'm ready. Hey, you right? Are you sure? You know, are you sure? And we'll come call you next week, and then we'll go or in a couple of days, and we'll schedule it. And she's like, "Yes, I'm ready," but the price was too high because she's at like two seventy five. I had an MAO about two hundred. She talks herself to like two thirty, two forty, 
and Wait, so in my head, uh, two hundred. Okay. My cash, I took my cash buyer and I just said, "What do you think?" And he said two hundred. And she talked talked herself down to 230, 240. She was like, I'll never do 180. But in my head, I'm like, you know how when you show up to the property, people kind of like, they're like, all right, you're right. Like, maybe I should let it he go. Said, and on that appointment? He did, yeah. It's on the live stream from yesterday. Hold on. You're on the live stream. Jason told me that you said don't go on the appointment because the lady wanted too much. What are you talking about? All right. You're on the live stream right here. I'm talking to Jason. Jason told me for you told him not to go on the appointment. I think he's getting you mixed up. You're going to have to get clarity on what we're talking about here. Yeah. So – don't don't you agree that if the seller wants too much, you got to tell them if they're in the ballpark or not? And if you're in doubt, you got to go on the appointment, right? Yeah, it just depends on how far of a drive time people got to go. Yeah, what's the drive time on this? Two hours. Oh, she, you didn't tell me that. See, all right. He's that's, what, that's the best market of Massachusetts. You didn't mention that. It's the best market of Massachusetts. I, I know Rick I'm going to drive. Again, okay. You're okay. trying to tell Rick, oh, don't – you told me don't go on the appointment. No. Well, I should you go out. Who, who cares if it's two hours? Oh, two hours is a little bit. All right. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, you got to get dialed in on that one. Okay. I appreciate it. All right. All right. I'll see him. Jason. Okay. So my issue two is my mark is, too, my mark is too far away. Two hours. Okay. That's – that's the point where, see, everything is in in reason. I thought it was like 20 minutes away. Go on that for 20, two hours? Yes. I'm going to say no. Okay, that's four hours. 90 minutes, no traffic, actually. How much? 90 minutes, no traffic. Yeah, but you're not going to do that, right? It's going to be two hours. And so, yeah, yeah at, at that point, no. Now, if you're over there for another appointment, sure. Mm -hmm. But like, bro, four, two hours, no. For, okay. Like there's always a percentage that has a 10% chance of you getting the deal. Probably five mm -hmm. to 10. Is that worth it? No, not for four hours. Right. Cause you can go in other appointments. So that's mm -hmm. a lady you kind of keep on the back burner. If something changes, mm -hmm. I would not drive two hours or something that bad. Okay. Could I ask one more question? Ask 30 more. I don't care. 30 more questions. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll give you one, but, um, are we only giving offers only over the phone to probe for the appointment? Is you don't there times you don't give any offers over the phone? So what I would do in that situation is I'd say, Hey, Nancy, or whatever her name is. I was just say, Hey, Nancy. Hey, I was talking there. I was talking over on this property with Jason and he thinks it's going to be a lot more work than we thought. And then what you think, I mean, Nancy when was the last time we saw the house two years ago. It's definitely gonna need a lot more work. He told me we, we can't buy it for two thirty. We're gonna have to be closer to probably one hundred ninety five thousand. Does that still work? Okay, when's a good time for me to come by? No, it doesn't work. Well, I mean, wh why doesn't that work? Okay. Well, unfortunately, like we, I'm not here to waste my time. If we go there and it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But we're gonna have to be definitely on, under. He told me we have to be a, under two hundred thousand on this. 
That's not an offer. I'm just saying we got to be under that. Mm. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, like that's not an offer, but like you got to – now if they say, yeah, 200 will work, okay, go in the appointment because you can cut them down from there. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Okay. Um. All right. And I guess maybe this Two quick hours. I, Man. It's the only market, though. That's the thing. Like, Well, set four or five appointments up. And yeah. Then and then do run, run from there. It's got parlay because I did have another one I was going to do that same day. But yeah, no one wants to go to that market, too. So that's why I choose it because I just like kind of that mentality. But parlay. I've difficult. never heard someone Definitely. call that that. But it's, it's not what, a parlay. <laughs> yeah, parlay. I, I did a four parlay on the own. <laughs> oh my god, bro! Come on. Yeah. But, all right. Hey, um, parlay it, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate. it. I'll ask this one last question because it's quick. Uh, should you? Should I not call people on Sundays? I'll call them. I mean, why not? If you have all these follow-ups, you have to. Yeah. Right. During the day, though, yeah. Okay. But think about a parlay. Right. The parlay, you get paid more because it gets harder to hit all of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Correct? To get one right. Correct. To get five right in a row is hard, right? But Correct. But it's opposite wholesaling. If you can get five really bad appointments, only one's got to hit. Mm-hmm. 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 And then you win the whole thing. And right. so parlay your bad appointments all together, and you're going to okay. hit one, right? Okay, that's it. Man. Appreciate it, brother. Right. Appreciate it. My uh, one of my friends, he he does all this stupid stuff, and I I, I want to tell him to stop, but like he makes so much money from it. It's weird. He parlayed he parlays basketball players off of rebounds and assists, and he makes insane amounts of money doing it. Like I looked at his sports thing, like he spends like a thousand, and he makes like he's got to make at least. Five, six X that every month. It's crazy. He's so good at it. I don't know why. He'll stop doing it. But like, just smart kids. I don't know. But like, they they they, they figure out systems. I'm like, no, I ain't doing that. But it's just funny. Uh, Eugene, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? How are you doing? I'm blessed, man. How can I help you out? Uh, yeah. So I had a couple questions. Um, so I've been cold calling, uh, like the past like couple weeks, and a lot. So a lot of people aren't answering. Uh, so I want to leave like a voicemail, but let's say I called like a 30 different numbers today. I leave a voicemail to each of them and, and let's say one of them call me back. So how am I supposed to know which property that was from that's calling me back? Like the owner from which property? Like what would I ask? What might I be able to ask them or how? So what's the average person says when they call you back? Uh, I haven't really got, I, I haven't been cold calling that much, but. I haven't really so gotten this is something that's happening. Rest. So this, this is something you're you're getting. You're just it, it's a it's something in your head, right? Okay. No, is it? Or is it something like this is a problem you're having, or is this something that's just No, I no, I feel like it's a problem I could have. So let's say but Eugene, believe- Eugene, Eugene, is it in your head or is it happening right now? Uh I I feel like it's something that head. could happen, but not it, it, currently it could, happening. Which means it's in your head. When when you actually get calls back, they're usually a lot more open than what you're thinking. They're not as aggressive. Now, when someone calls me, oh, I just got a missed call. Oh, hey, my name is Zach. Me and my partner are looking to buy a couple of houses, and we're making some calls. Eugene actually got a list of properties he, he drove by and saw, and he's looking to buy. 
and I'm kind of answering the phones from right now. Are you looking to sell your house at all? Okay. Are you? Yes. Oh, what's the address? Uh, sorry, Eugene knows all that. He, I'm just answering the phones from right now. What's the one, two, three Main Avenue? Okay, perfect. Wow. Okay, is that over by whatever? And then just kind of you know, okay. parlay it into something else. Okay. Uh, I'm. You, I personally, I thought this was a big deal for me starting out, but you just kind of put the blame on Rick, and that's all you really have to do. Yeah. Okay. It's I got it. Like, yeah. I know Rick. Rick has he he gave the list. He's the one who got your number. I was. He's actually one that called too. Or maybe your name's on the, you're on the voicemail. Maybe he was the one who compiled it. I was just calling a list of properties. We're just looking to buy a couple of good ones, and this met our criteria. What's your criteria? Well, the criteria of properties are either good for renting out or criteria that are really good for us to buy it and maybe put some money into the property. Okay, I got it. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, one more quick question. Um, so I've left, uh, let's say, like about 100 texts approximately to people who have not answered my phone call. And I only got like two or three responses. So would I follow up those texts with like another phone call or another text or? So how many texts did you send out? I would say like about like a hundred. And how so many responses did you get? Responses? Probably like two, like two or three, I think. That's really bad, man. Okay. Well, also that kind of, I kind of have a little to add on. Uh, the skip tracing I do, there's like four or five different numbers. So half of those numbers are, or most of them are probably not the actual owner's number. So if it's like a random person and I end up texting them, oh, like, are you the owner of this address? Huh? What kind of skip tracing? Uh, cyber. Cyber? Just yeah. do the wireless ones. Don't do um, the other ones. Yeah, I, ca I called the landline ones because, you know, like, what if okay. it's like some old grandma that doesn't have my cell phone or whatever? So, three percent's bad, man. I I would stick to just wireless, and the first one that pops up, just stick to that one. I know that sounds weird to say. Stick to the first one. Just text the first number that pops up. That's usually the best one on cyber. And then retext them if you get no one like the second one if you want. Okay, so I could so retext them, and if they don't yeah. answer the phone call, I can like maybe like the the following week call them again. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then from there, get the new data. What do you mean the new data? Oh, like, like the no, after the, the second one, you don't retext. Just get new data. Okay, like yeah, I got you. I got you. And text that one. Okay, I got you. I th I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. First man, appreciate you. Keep it up. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. You too. All right, next here we got Kelly. Hey Zach, can you hear me? Loud and clear. What's up, man? Oh. Hey, um, I just had a couple quick questions for you. Um, so the county that I um, that I've been working with. I pulled all of their code violations. Now they didn't separate it out. They just sent me a list of 11,000 leads. Now there's a lot of them that are repeats and some of them that go back seven or eight years. Um, but every, um, every month they, instead of me going to the code enforcement office, I can just send an email to them. They send me that information. But the thing is it repeats all the same old ones with some new ones. And I was going to see if there's, any way that you know of or any way that maybe you and your team handle large batches like that, that maybe have repeating data as opposed to just going through it line by line in Excel of data points. Like you're going to get, Oh, it gets a lot. I get it, man. So the best one I have found is I have a master list. I've already skipped trade. Cause you're not know, the most expensive part of this is probably going to be the skip tracing. 
and you don't yeah. want to spend time skip reskipping. And so, like, I'm gonna give you an example. So we'll get hundreds of thousands of high equity leads pulled every month, and a hundred thousand skip traces is a lot of money, right? I mean, that's that's yeah. gonna be you know a couple grand in skip tracing every month. It's not. It's not a crazy. Sorry, no, hundred thousand beats like ten grand in skip tracing. Like, I'm rich, but like, I, I ain't gonna spend. I'm not gonna waste dollars, <laughs> right? And so what you do is you yeah. get a master list of all your skips. You'll copy that into a new file, and then get the new data and find which ones are duplicates, and then remove that, and then skip trace the ones that are fresh. I know it's weird to say. So like for your, for your code violations, put that list on with your current ones you have and then find the duplicates, remove every duplicate out of it and then make that into a new fresh data set if that makes sense. Yeah, so like what I did is I pulled all of like the most recent ones and then separated out like, um, like for overgrowth and accumulation of debris uh, from like noise violations and stuff like that because they gave me all of those. And yeah. I brought that list into prop stream and skip traced because that left me about like 250. Oh, that's um, not bad. No, and like I, I removed the duplicates myself just because I, I work at nine to five. That's where I'm at right now. I'm just on a break. Um, so when I get home at night, that's what I work on is that list. And on my lunch break at work, I try to make calls when I can. Um, awesome. I mean, honestly, <laughs> what I personally found too is you make sure you get rid of like, th there's code violations for commercial properties government buildings, churches, you just got to get those out too. Um, usually there's residential, like there's like a little like thing when you pull the data, it has that separated. If not, ask for it and you'll be good to go. 250 is not bad. You can get that done really quick. Yeah. And um, like I said, that, that was me like going through manually, like changing parameters in, in, uh, in Excel to get to separate that list from 11,000 down to 250. Uh, just because a lot of it's just junk information that I don't really need. Um, my other question for you if uh was about podio because i was watching one of your uh videos um about setting up your podio mm -hmm. and i know in that video you said you guys had wanted to like, put together a wholesaling kind of package for it but it didn't work out it's so, so when I was, man i was like just yeah <laughs> i'm not here to overcomplicate it the whole web thing i'm like no we put all those resources into freewholesaling.com and like mailingmaster.com which i would just do that the whole podio yeah. thing is it's supposed to be simple, man, not complicated. Yeah, and so what I've been doing instead of that, because when I tried to like, kind of follow along, it looks like they've changed some of the UI of it some and how like the yeah, real estate packages, they, they changed that up. So I couldn't exactly get mine set up. And then as soon as I tried to add some of the stuff I'm searching for, like some of the modules, it was then telling me that my free version could not accept any more objects. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go back to using Excel then for right now. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm just one guy doing it by myself and I'm I'm broke right now. <laughs> but you don't need crazy, like, you don't need all this nutty information. Personally, what I found, the best one is there's a comments on the on the right-hand corner for Podio. And I'll put all my BS stuff in there. Okay. About the seller. And so, like, I don't need to know all the specific crazy stuff. I'll just put in the notes myself. And then it's in there. Okay. Uh, the reason why I like the Podio so much is when you're driving to the appointment, I always put on the comments for all my acquisitions people. They do it, and then I can look it over. Hey, I'm going to the appointment at 11 o'clock. Our MAO is 240. He knows or she, when they go on the appointment, I have to be below 240. That's all they have to focus on. They don't have to focus on anything else. They don't have to be like the comps. No, 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 no. Hey, just focus on the seller. Focus on their issue below 240. That's all they got to focus on. 
probably going to do a good cop odd cap at like 180. See if we make 50 on that deal. That's what they do. Uh, but like, they're like, oh crap. Um, like they go on four or five appointments in a day. They, they, they can't memorize it. Right. But they can go on podio, pop it up on a red light and be like, okay, 240. Perfect. And I've been guilty of this. Like I'll, I, we have so many leads sometimes. Like when I usually have to go on a training appointment, I might not even look at it. I don't need to. I see 240. Fine. Done. I can go on the appointment like that. No problem. Because I've trusted that we've already done the comps, you've already done the research, 240, that's all. So that's why I like having on like a cloud-based thing. If you want to get better with that, like if you don't like it, I love using um, Google Docs. A Google Sheets would be better because you can just have it on your phone. And you can import yourself yeah. into Google Sheets if you want to be like that. Anything on a okay. cloud pop up on your phone is probably the best one. All right. Well, hey, I appreciate it. Like I said, I just had those couple questions for you. Perfect. And the last thing I have to tell for everybody watching this, just please export all your Podio leads tonight and just import it on a Google Sheets just in case. You never want to get your stuff locked out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Perfect, Thank you, Zach. Appreciate it. And then uh, also on Kelly, he said he used uh, PropStream. If you use PropStream or Batch or like DMZack.com, if you skip trace, they're going to – if you – re. Like if you had a, a duplicate, they're not going to charge you for it. And so that, that's one thing I like using the paid softwares for that because uh, they definitely help a lot with that stuff. But uh, yeah. All right, let's see here. We got Elizabeth. Hello. All right, bye, Elizabeth. Alex. Hey, Zach. How's it going? Good, good, yeah, good, yeah. I have uh, three questions about um, land contracts. Um, I've been trying to find a land contract on your website. Can't find it. Please help me with that. Are you looking to do a land contract? Yeah, yeah. For what? Uh, for wholesaling. Okay. Why don't you just use a regular yeah. purchase and sale? Say again. Why don't you use a regular purchase and sale contract? Oh, uh, okay, okay. I'll use that, yeah. Because uh, I was watching all of those videos, and Vic said that there's like a different contract for land. Oh, okay. So there's there's something called a land contract. It's a little different than a purchase and sale. So if you're doing a deal just to wholesale a piece of land, use a purchase and sale contract. Uh, the, the, the term land contract is actually different than like what you actually think. So that's why I get a little confused. All right. Freeholsing.com. It's all in there. All right. Cheers, mate. All right. So, uh, yeah. So guys, I, I will tell you this and I've said it a million times here. If you go to freeholsing.com, it's my free wholesaling course. You will learn wholesaling real estate. Why do I always say this? I'll be completely honest with you because when someone asks me a question that I already have in the course, you should go through it. So like for Alex there, like I'll answer the question. I ain't going to be upset, but like if you went through the free course, you ain't going to like, Oh yeah. Duh. Duh. I just go to philistine.com right there. Click it. Boom. Download the contract, right? It's all in that free course. We spend tens of thousands of dollars a month to keep stuff like this going just so you guys can get free wholesaling content. There's a reason why nobody else teaches wholesaling real estate for free on a large scale, hundreds of thousands of people, because they're broke wholesaling gurus and they can't spend tens of thousands of dollars every month 
just to upkeep a crazy huge education platform that's free for wholesaling like this up. What they want to do, it's called freewholesaling.com. They're free wholesaling real estate course. We teach you everything from start to finish, how to wholesale real estate, contracts, comps, everything. It is all in there so you can learn wholesaling real estate for free. Make sure you go there, learn how to wholesale. Make sure you go subscribe to this YouTube channel. Hit that like button. Guys, we have four YouTube channels in this entire thing, right? We have the Flip With Rick YouTube channel. If you're watching this, go to the Flip With Rick YouTube channel so you don't miss it. Make sure you go to the Zach Ginn YouTube channel. It's called Z-A-C-H-G-I-N-N. I live stream on Sundays on that one too, exclusively on that channel. Go to the Rick Ginn YouTube channel, R-I-C-K-G-I-N-N. He goes lives on Mondays personally on his channel. It's pretty cool. Then we have a Wholesaling Houses for Real YouTube channel, which basically shows you how to wholesale houses for real from their, uh, basically our community on Facebook. That's our own channel on there. Uh, that's a good one too. So guys, go to freelancing.com, learn how to wholesale real estate. And I get out. Oh, can you mentor me? Go to freelancing.com. Yes. So can, where can I get a mentor, bro? Bro, just go to freewholesaling.com. That's it. That's it. So guys, if you got any value from this video, smash the like button, subscribe. See you on the YouTube channel uh, later. And uh, make sure you subscribe. And I'll see you soon. Freewholesaling.com.